I cannot wait for this South Carolina primary to get over. I cannot wait for this thing to be over. Fox News is just going nuts. You know, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, and Nikki Haley's giving an address today. And I'm, oh, I've got to tell you, I go through all the trending stories every morning. I mean, and this is, I use uh, Free Spoke, and they are covering news on a lot of, I mean, when they show a story is trending, they will show you six, maybe nine sources where you can get it. Nikki Haley is nowhere. She is nowhere. It's Fox News that is just crazy about this. Am I wrong about this? I'm not trying to denigrate Nikki Haley. I'm not. I, I'm. I just think. I think this is over, and I know you got to go through. Okay, we'll wait and see. But I am just like, you have got to be kidding me. I'm sitting here, I'm looking at all of these stories, really of importance to, you know, our daily lives, the things that you and I are are going through every day, whether it's what we're seeing as a result of the border, inflation, all of these various things, the lawsuits, the absolute or excuse me, I should say, the you know, court cases against Trump, which are many, that are absent of any reason at all. And Fox News is just absolutely fixated on Nikki Haley. She is the lead story almost every morning. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding. Because I'm out there. I'm looking at the news. Nikki Haley, outside of Fox, is nowhere. <laughs> oh. It's just, oh. am I overreacting? I just get, it gets really frustrating for me when the when those of us who are in the media are pushing our agendas rather than trying to make sure that you're aware of things, that you know what's going on. See, because I, I think, and, and I'll give Fox News credit because they have covered what's going on in New York, New York State. I think it's a big story. Kevin O'Leary saying he's no longer going to invest in Loser New York. He knows other investors who are getting out. There's a story also over at uh, Newsmax uh, talking about the Wall Street, big players on Wall Street reacting to what's going on in New York State and major companies are, are moving to Texas, moving to Florida. Miami, and where their costs are considerably less, the cost of doing business and employees and all of the things that go into that, 40% cheaper than what they're finding in New York State, in New York City. So you got all of these things going on around us, and I'm like, hey, I'm not saying elections aren't important, but 
they're also not front and center. I mean, in, in your, how much attention are you paying to the South Carolina, you know, the, the Super Super Tuesday? And it's it's big coming up early next month, and not soon enough, if you ask me. <laughs> not not soon enough. I welcome your reaction. 605-336-1320. 605-336-1320. There was not one single story trending this morning on the issue of the set, you know, Nikki Haley in South Carolina. Nowhere. Nothing. Nothing. And I'm not. Should the should the media be driven by stories that are trending? I think sometimes that happens too much. There are important stories, oftentimes, yeah, that need to be, hey, this is not trending, doesn't matter. We've got an obligation to let people know, right? I understand that. But elections, oh, really? That's what's front and center? Uh, I, I just think. Give me a break. Give me a break. I think there are so many other things that occupy our daily lives beyond just, and I'm not saying politics is not important. Uh, I certainly am a political animal, very much follow it, what's happening. Uh, But I think so much of what we're seeing just is so far beyond politics into the absurd And what's going on with this thing with Donald Trump is a great example. So this was uh, Friday that we had the judge fining Donald Trump $355 million. And so I don't know if you caught this over the weekend because uh, uh, Governor Kathy Hochul on Sunday was on New York media, and she said, you know, I understand that this Trump ruling might make some uh, business people fearful, but this is really an, an extraordinarily unusual circumstance that the law-abiding, rule-following New Yorkers who are business people, they have nothing to worry about because they're very different from Donald Trump and his behavior." And then she said, in regard to the $355 million fine, she said, well, the governor of New York does not have a say in the size of a fine. We want to make sure that we don't have that level of interference. She said, you don't want me as governor to be telling judges that I'm going to overrule their decisions. We need a clear separation of powers. So... You know, she she can't do that, she's saying. And then she says that New York uh, merchants are, by and large, are honest people who follow the rules. And therefore, they have nothing to worry about. The judge determined that Donald Trump did not follow the rules. So, that doesn't make sense to everybody. And one of the people responding to that that is having a really hard time making any sense of that is Kevin O'Leary. You know, Kevin O'Leary as he was on, uh, he talked to uh, Cavuto on uh, Fox business channel about this. 
and O'Leary, known by many of us as an investor on Shark Tank, Mr. Wonderful is his, he's called, <laughs> and he's, and he's tough. O'Leary is tough. I love him, actually. I, I really appreciate him. So O'Leary responding to what New York did, this, and this $355 million award against Trump. And so he said, this award, I mean, just leaving the whole Trump thing out of it and seeing what occurred here, and I'm no different than any other investor. I'm shocked at this, he said. I can't even understand or fathom the decision at all. There's no rationale for it, he says. Let's let's parse that apart a little bit, you know. Um, he, he's shocked by what he's seeing and which is honest, legitimate, I think. It's the way many of us feel any given day when we see what's going on around us. We're shocked. We're just can't believe it. Can't make sense of it. There's no reasoning behind it. That's what we see. You know, there there isn't. There isn't any reasoning behind it. He's absolutely right. Absolutely right. One of the things is you can't leave Trump out of it. You know, he went out of his way, and I understand what he's doing here, but you can't leave Trump out of it. Because when it comes to Trump, people lose their minds. They just lose their minds. They are, where is it? I I have got to share this because this was, hold on just a second. I get such a stack of stuff here. Here we go. This Trump animosity, anxiety, the outrage that people are going through, it's burning them out. New York Times had a piece on this over a couple of days ago. This is a couple of days ago. New York Times. And this is the headline. Anti-Trump burnout. The resistance says it's exhausted. (laughs) And then it goes on, uh, and they're talking to... uh, a woman who is the founder of The Outrage, a progressive activism group, and she said some folks are burned out on outrage. People are tired. I think last election we were desperate to get Trump out of office. Folks were really willing to rally around that singular call to action. And this election feels different. People are tired. They're tired. They're tired of the outrage. And then they talk to another, a, a security guard in Pittsburgh called the prospect of a Trump-Biden rematch, a dumpster fire. And she said, we're kind of like crisis out. It's crisis fatigue for sure. <laughs> so these people. The New York Times got a whole story about how these people are so burned out, basically, on their outrage. 
The outrage machine is not, you know, perpetual. It's not self-sustaining, apparently. So, in other words, they're they're running out of outrage. Oh man, I'm just tired of being outraged. All <laughs> does that make you laugh? Because seriously, that just made me laugh out loud when I saw that this morning. And then PJ Media picked up a piece on this, and they said. You know, and this is by Stephen Cruiser. He said, welcome, my friends, to the tantrum that never ends. <laughs> no kidding. He says, yeah, absolutely right. The And then he, he gets uh, more, uh, a little bit more harsh in his uh, analysis of this. He says, the frothing, screeching, anti-Trump meltdown on the American left has been tedious and tiresome to most of us. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. Tedious and tiresome is a great response. But this is part of what O'Leary's talking about. And when it comes to Donald Trump, this, this is what you get. Business doesn't matter. Fairness, uh, it doesn't, doesn't matter. We got to get Trump. We got to get Trump out of the way. And O'Leary, O'Leary's seeing this. And he said that New York was already a loser state before they did this. And he said, I was already on the top of the, uh, or excuse me, New York was already on the top of the list of being a loser state. But he said, now. I would never invest in New York now. And I'm not the only person saying that. So he says a lot of businesses, new ventures are going to Texas, going to Florida. And that piece, there's a piece at Newsmax that, that follows up on that. In fact, that's exactly what's happening. And O'Leary says... They've got lots of work to do to find themselves getting out of this situation, New York. This has all occurred post-pandemic. Winner states versus loser states, he said. So then Cavuto, this is an interview that uh, he was doing with Neil Cavuto. O'Leary was. So Cavuto asks O'Leary, well, what about what um, Governor Kathy Hochul is saying? She's assuring New York business owners nothing to worry about. And I think O'Leary puts it very well. He said, we're very worried. Every investor is worried because where is the victim? Who lost the money? This is some arbitrary decision a judge made. This policy... What does this say about the bar, about the legal bar in New York? Aren't they going to question this judge? What is this? He said. I feel that way every day. <laughs> I mean, seriously. He just, oh. He said, um, of what Hochul is saying, he said, you know, her words fall on deaf ears to everybody. There's nothing she can say to justify this decision. And this has nothing to do with Trump. Nothing to do with Trump. Forget about Trump. This is not a Trump situation. This is a New York problem, he said. And I would say 
It is a problem for a lot of states beyond New York. Beyond New York. Look at what's going on with Colorado. And they just don't even want Trump on the ballot. And because they simply just don't want him on the ballot, judges are deciding he can't be on the ballot because we said so. Nothing in law, insurrection is an absolute joke. You and I know that. Trump didn't lead any insurrection. Insurrection is armed force against the government. That's what insurrection is. Not standing up and complaining. So it's just uh, O'Leary was on uh, Fox News over the weekend. And he said, you got to take the Trump factor out of what's going on. He said, forget about the Trump factor. It's not about that. What does this say to everybody that wants to do work in New York and wants to risk capital? The judge arbitrarily decided that this is the right amount. I don't understand it. No developer does. He said it's an atrocity. It's an embarrassment. It's an assault on real estate, he said. Those were his comments to uh, Fox News. I mentioned the Newsmax story. Newsmax is also reporting on this. The headline, this uh, piece by Lee Barney. The Trump ruling could spur New York business exodus. And like Kevin O'Leary, you know, the Wall Street power players, Barney says they were astounded at Friday's judgment against Trump, the AG's thirst for power, leftists running the state legislature. we got a similar situation going on in South Dakota, I think. We'll talk about that next hour. And Governor Kathy Hochul making the state unlivable, he says. It goes on to say, this is why major companies are now considering joining Goldman Sachs which is moving to Texas. Hedge funds pulling up stakes for Florida. Private equity titans like Blackstone leaving for Miami. Bloomberg estimates $2 trillion in assets have left New York and California for Texas, Florida, and other Sunbelt states where the cost of living is as much as 40% cheaper. And then on top of that, you consider rampant crime, high taxes, housing costs that are over the moon. Those have been their main reasons for leaving. And now they can add to that a hostile political and legal environment. Yeah, it it is. It's hostile. The political environment, the legal environment, it's hostile. If your name is Donald Trump, absolutely hostile. We see that over and over again. And so this is, I can appreciate O'Leary when he says, forget about Trump. He's right about that. Forget about Trump. What, it's what these states, cities, what they're doing. And their disregard, you know, for, as O'Leary said, you know, this this makes absolutely no sense. And you take Donald Trump out of it, all, all the business leaders 
were all business investors. You're talking about major power players when you're talking about O'Leary and people like him. You're talking about significant sums of money. And they're saying, no, I'll take it somewhere else. I'm going to do business somewhere else. I will seek ventures in other states rather than this. Um, so Hochul saying, you know, oh, you know, New Yorkers, these business people in New York, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, for now, for now, as long as they're after Trump. But, I mean, honestly, seriously, do you believe that they would not be next? I think that's a pretty tough sell. 